This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I'm Brian J. Kennard, author of Sean Delaney's Hellbox and also creator of the graphic novel series The Villicon Chronicles. And you're listening to two of the funniest guys in all of podcast, Tom and Zeus. That's right, people. We're back with another episode of Dorm Damage, the show where anything and everything is on the table and the table gets smashed. This week, it's volume one of our 90s playlist series. Oh, yes, we know that some of you love it and some of you don't love it, but Zeus loves it and so do I. Yeah, I I love it in a painful way because I have so many items and then you're like, we'll just do volume one. I'm like, oh, okay. Do do you have any idea since we came up with this? I have changed this list maybe 30, 40 times, and I'm still not satisfied with my list. I I just have to I have to stop. I had 40 artists. Yeah, (laughs) me too. 40 artists I could pick from. Now, now what I did here, because so what I did was for the first one, I stuck with alternative and grunge, mostly college songs that are like have a little bit of like nostalgia meaning and songs that i legitimately still listen to today for me that's how i put this list together all right that makes sense um i could do the same thing i could have done a country list i could have done a like hard rock list i still listen to zeppelin kiss obviously but uh yeah let's stick to the 90s thing and go from there so remember this kind of stemmed from our five disc changer yes I got so good at the five disc changer and the Sony fucking surround system that I had set up in college that I would be able to program when I put CDs in. Like I want track one, four, seven, and 12 from this album. I want songs, this, this, and this album. And I would play it and go to bed with that shit. And then I'm like, okay. Then you started making mixed CDs, which you could make and record those from your desktop. And yep. you can burn those and you're like, holy shit. Yep. And then, it, you know, life was grand. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, fucking 
goddamn streaming came in and ruined okay. everything. Okay, oh, all right. Old man yells at Cloud. Okay. You little punks! Yeah. Anyway, no, it's when I, when I think 90s, I think grunge alternative. Obviously, there's a ton more. There's a ton of rap that we listen to in the 90s. It's still hard, hard rock in the 90s. But for this, I stuck with songs that are that mean something to me when I think of that era and that I legitimately still listen to like today that I like I still listen to every one of these songs on my list right now. Yeah, I have a on my phone. I have a college days mix. And it has several songs from several um, artists, more than one. And then there's the one hit wonders that I would throw in there. And that yep. means that's all I need from that artist. That's it. Yep. Throw it away. But yep. it's on my nineties college mix. And I, when that song comes on, I love it. Yep. So I, I know I'm kind of used to it, but uh, let's do a 10 list. We're not going to do honorable mentions because this is volume one. So why don't you start us off there, buddy, and go number 10 for you. Uh, now I, I say this all the time. These are, this is, these are 10 songs. These are not for me personally. These are not ranked like, Number one is the best. Number 10 is okay. These are just 10 songs. So I, I don't have an order here, but I got to give a, I got to give a, a number 10. So number 10, I'm starting right off. We talked about this song before it was on the single soundtrack, nearly lost you screaming trees. <laughs> I'm going to try to stay away from stuff that you've picked. That's okay. Um, and I'll do I the love, same. If, I, if, I mean, I'll do I the same. The if, yeah. I'll do the same. If you double up, I mean, we have backups upon backups, so the, there'll be no duplicates, I'm pretty sure. So put it this way. Anytime I have my college mix, 90s mix, Nearly Lost You is a guaranteed to be on there. But we're we're minimizing this to a song of 10. So yep. it might not make my list, and I don't want to duplicate because I have a millions of yours. Yep. So yeah, Nearly Lost You is a brilliant song. Just awesome. Yep. So my number 10, and I want to make sure I get all these artists in because these will these, these artists for me will be... On every fucking list there is for the 90s. Do it. And I'm going to go with Allison Chains and What the Hell Have I. Nice. That fucking riff is so insane. Last Action Hero. Oh. Yep. Oh, I fucking love it. Yep. I love it. That's and awesome. the just. Da-na-na. It's hard to start things over. Yeah. It, it's a. Oh. It's- that's a great underrated AIC song because it's really hot. It's not on it's anything. It's a deep really. cut. You yeah. can get it off of that. You can get it off their box set. Which the box I had. set. Yep. Um, it is a fucking great deep cut from Allison Chains. What yep. the hell have I? And that's off that great soundtrack with uh, Pete Sampras's wife and Last Action Hero, which is one of the most underrated fucking movies of that era. I love it. How are you going to snap your thumb? How are you going to snap you your to... fingers when I rip off both of your thumbs? <laughs> that that soundtrack will be uh, an ARC pick sooner or later. Yeah, maybe the movie, too. Oh, God. <laughs> Hello. Can I speak to the drug dealer of the house? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. All right, Tom. Number nine for you. All right. Number nine. This was a huge one with me and my well, actually, uh, my roommate Murph, you guys all know Murph. He, he He's connected to a lot of these songs. And this is one. Oh. This is one right here. This is. Kissles? Yeah. This is Somebody to Shove by Soul Asylum. Yes. <laughs> That's a fucking great song. First of all, I know everybody talks about Runaway Train and Black Gold. The, the great songs. Somebody to Shove was the first song. That I remember hearing off this album. I'm like, what a fucking great tune. Yeah. And the big 
number for them was Runaway Train. Runaway Train. Video and stuff. That's right. And I remember he was banging Winona Ryder when she was like the thing in the 90s. Yeah. And, and Runaway Train's very like melodic, very like, like yeah, mid-tempo. It's, 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 I mean, it's a great song, but somebody the album just, is great. Yeah, it is. Grave Dancers Union. Potential ARC in the future. Stay tuned. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well... I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. (laughs) Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yes. All right. 
So I got to make sure I get certain songs in. Do it. And uh, I feel like even volume four for me, if we yeah, get to that point, I know we'll still have like unbelievably great songs, in my opinion. I agree. But I'm going to go a little bit lighter here. And Do one it. of what I think, and I'll probably try to get it to be a, an ARC album, despite Sonny. One Fuck of the- him. <laughs> Somebody had to say it. Sorry, we love you, son. <laughs> we, we do, but I will tell you the amount of comments we get on him are always <laughs> Jesus. God bless him. Um. Anyway, um, this artist is when there was an explosion of female musicians in the nineties. Oh 90s. yeah, I got a lot on my list. And not only is this woman, I've seen her live. Not only is this woman fucking gorgeous in my opinion with her snaggle teeth but oh yeah i i think her second album spirit is one of the best albums in the 90s and there's a song called life uncommon the video the the music the lyrics are off the charts and her voice is just an angel uh, so super fucking talented the way that she could do her own music write her own lyrics and just her voice is just so fucking unique so super talented again spirit is one of my favorite albums of the 90s and life uncommon is such a beautiful song never heard it but you got to tell oh our listeners you got you got to tell you got to we got to tell our listeners who you're talking about I know who you're talking about. Oh, I didn't even say her name. <laughs> no. I thought people got it when I said snaggle Snaggletooth. And that is Jewel. Oh, yeah. my God. She is I don't gorgeous. know this song. I love it. Oh, my God. Like yeah. That whole album is so, you can listen to the lyric. Oh, it's just awesome. I fucking love it. Okay. All right. That's my number nine. Number eight to you. Okay. Here's another. I'm kind of cheating here because this is another that came off the single soundtrack, but sorry. These are the ones that, that hit home that are non-negotiable for me on a 90s playlist, volume one. And that is Chloe Dancer, Crown of Thorns, Mother Love Bone. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we, know we, 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 we've talked about it before on, on when we did the uh, ARC on the single soundtrack. It's just essential, essential 90s for me. So. Yeah. When we talk about our love for the single soundtrack and then yep. that song came on in college. Huge. Yep. So good. Oh, love it. Fucking love it. Yep. Um, number eight for me. Where the fuck do I go? Um, all right. I'll I'll, I'll cheat a little here. Uh, an album that will definitely come up eventually on ARC. And one of my favorite, if not the favorite 90s bands for me, and I still listen to them to this day. They're fantastic. And they're still putting out good music. And that's Stone Temple Pilots. And I will take Vaseline over probably, I don't know, it might make my Mount Rushmore of 90s grunge slash fucking songs. Uh, I love Vaseline. I love the riff. I love the way it just builds and the video, the way that it's just so fucking cool. Just when you thought STP was like, oh, yeah, that's just fucking, you know, it's good music, but it's just then another type of Pearl Jam song, yep. uh, a band it fucking came in with this purple album that just like, whoa, what the fuck? Unbelievable. And Vaseline is such a kick 
ass song. You you love purple way oh. more than way more than me. Oh. But but Vaseline's a, Va- Vaseline's a great song. Vaseline. I got to song. see them at the Garden with Rye Guy on that tour, and they fucking pulled out like for forty minutes. They did an acoustic set. In I the saw middle, them. I'm like, oh, holy shit! I saw them when they headlined. You remember the old WBCN River Rave that yep. they used to do? Those they yep. did one at was it at Foxborough? I think it was at Foxborough. And STP had headlined it that oh. year. One of the years it so went. Good. Yeah. So good. All right. So here's a here's one. This is a song that's from the very first time I heard it, and it actually just popped up on shuffle not long ago when uh when I was on a run, and I, I I listened to it all the time. I'm not a necessarily a huge fan of the band. But this song, to this day, 20 years later, or however long later, it still absolutely rips. And that is a song called Starseed by Our Lady Peace. If you've, if you've never heard, heard song, of it. Okay. Our Lady Peace has a couple of good songs. They have a unique style. The lead singer has kind of a weird kind of style to his tone. But Starseed just absolutely rips. It's like a driving song. It has a buildup. It has a killer chorus. It's Who's got an artist? Our Lady Peace. Is it like a band? It's of a band. Guys yeah, yeah it's a band. No, no, it's a band. No, it's like it's all guys. It's like a post grunge type of band. They had a couple. Okay. Starseed was the big song. They had a song called uh, Superman's Dead. They had oh. a couple. Another, another song. Yeah, they, they they were they were big in like the post grunge era. But Starseed has always been the huge song for me. I love them. Were you gonna say like Jeopardy? You remember that song? It was big in the eighties. It was big in the eighties. <laughs> I love to Jeopardy. <laughs> Are you on the ball there, son? <laughs> I love how he says, I love how he just totally fought. He says, I love to Jeopardy. <laughs> like, like, he just, like it's like it's not like I lost on Jeopardy. Like, it's as Sonny would say, those little earworms you yeah. pick up that he's fucking up yeah, on purpose. I love to Jeopardy. Like <laughs> so eh, wrong. And you're forgetting, you're forgetting the answers. Oh, that fucking Jeopardy skit on uh, Jerky Boys is insane. <laughs> Tom, I'm going to pick number seven, and that you're going to fucking, in my opinion, I think you're going to go, yes! Not a very popular band. Like, they were, they had that album, which is great. I think they're very good. They've had a few songs that I really love, but the one that sticks out for me, Low from Cracker. Oh, dude. Do you have any idea how many? <laughs> I, I had you. like I had like three cracker songs on my list. And I I'm know like, which I, ones probably. Yeah, yeah and and I and it, they just they just didn't make the cut for volume one. I'm so that glad whole, you picked a that. A million pockets going to make, and then that that little that little guitar it's a, it's a fucking fill. Great call, great. Oh call. my god, low is such a great song off the cracker album. Give it a listen, guys. You yeah, will love it. It's great. It's great. All right, so we talked. Zeus mentioned this with like the female. So I, I have a sweet spot for '90s alternative, like female bands and singers and stuff. Like I love that stuff in the '90s. I, I actually have an entire playlist of like probably 75 songs. It's just female alternative grunge yeah. like artists. And this this album is pretty good, but they're primarily known to a lot of people as a one hit wonder. But I have the album, so I like a lot of their songs. But I'm going with Cannonball by the Breeders. I knew it. I knew you were going to have that. Huge, huge song at Stonehill for me. I still love it to this day. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And then all of a sudden you hear, throughout the background of the song, there's like a million little sound effects going on. There's all these weird noises and shit. Yeah, it's awesome. 
and it works. Yep, of course. All right. Now, uh, my next track, and I could have one, I'll have one from them probably on all these volumes. But when I think of grunge, and this isn't my favorite song of theirs, I think of this song more than anything. And this is the part that everyone's like, oh, grunge, that's Seattle. It ain't for these guys. And that is my uh, band that I think their album is probably a top album of the 90s. And that is the Smashing Pumpkins and Rocket. Oh, okay. You went with Rocket. Okay. Love that. If you want to talk similar to Cannonball, it's just distortion. And it works, and you can hear, and then all of a sudden it picks up right in the bridge. Rocket's a good song, and then it fucking goes, "I will be free," and it just fucking takes off. It is such an awesome song, and you know, I know he's got a weird voice, but it works for this album, and it works on that song, and you can barely understand. You need the lyrics because you can't fucking understand a word he's saying. But that video too, the song. Rocket stands out for me. It reminds me of Stonehill so much. It reminds mm-hmm. me of the 90s. Very distinctive. It may not be my favorite song by them, but fucking mm-hmm. love it. Rocket yep. Smack from Bumpkins. Yep. Siamese Dream is, is great. Oh. Fucking great album. Great album. I can't believe neither one of us have picked that yet for well, for you shit on them all the time. Well, because I can't. Well, because I, 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 but that album stands alone for you me. You will I, fall I can't, in love again when we pick that album. Some no, point. I still love you that album. I just can't stand again. them and anything that they did. Like, I mean, even Melancholy is like, ah. Eh. Um. All right. So back to the female stuff. So one of my all-time favorite artists and albums, and this was just re-released on vinyl. Colored vinyl, so you know it sounds good. <laughs> um, and that is the album "Become What You Are" by the Juliana Hatfield Three. You the entire her. the entire you album is unskippable. But I'm going to go with the big hit off of that, and that is "My Sister" from the Juliana Hatfield Three. Everybody knows that song. She's just it. it I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to embarrass myself by trying to sing it. But that was like the that was kind of the like the quote unquote standout track off of uh, "Become What You Are" album by the Juliana Hatfield Three. Then that then she kind of went off on her own, and became just Juliana Hatfield. But this was like when she had her band. I thought her big one was "Spin the Bottle." That was also the big one off of that, and that right. was big because it was on the Reality Bite soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's on and that's on this album as well. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right, for me, number five, I'm going to pick a a band that Tom fucking hates. Not No, he doesn't just not like them. I think he hates them. Oh, I know what this is going to be. I fucking love them. I know what what band this is, and I probably know what song it is. (laughs) No, you don't know the song. I'm not picking the more popular song. I'm going to pick Offspring, and I'm going to go with Self-Esteem. That's exactly the song you were going to pick. I knew it. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, come out and play. No. This is one of the worst bands in the history oh, of recorded music. Fucking love them. Just um, beyond brutal. I knew you were going to pick them. God damn, I love them so oh. much. That fucking album rocks the way he's screaming the guitar on it. His voice. Fantastic. The, and the, fucking-tastic. The only band I can think that might annoy me more than them is fucking Green Day. And I pray that they're not on your list right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen. Self-esteem, if you guys remember. When she's saying... Oh, that she wants only me. Then I wonder why she sleeps with my friends. Yeah, because uh, she sleeps with your friends because your voice is terrible. (laughs) She can't listen to it anymore. (laughs) 
Do it's like terrible. The, do you like the little flavor flavor guys they have on the side oh, that always goes, it, you gotta keep them separated? That yeah, guy's got like one line in every it's, cell. It's just not good. It's just not good. Awesome. Self-esteem is one of the great songs off a great album. All right. All right. I'm gonna keep the uh the, the, the wagon train going here with my love of the female alt rockers here. Uh, and then I'll save the heavy hitters for my last three. So this is a band. I saw them in concert with Murph a few years ago in oh. Boston because they are a Boston band. I know. Uh, tons of great songs, but they came out with an album while we were at Stonehill, kind of like junior, senior year. I can't remember exactly what year it came out. Love these guys or gals. Well, it's both. Um, and I'm going with Super Connected by Belly. Belly, their albums, King and Star King. <laughs> Did somebody throw rocks at him? <laughs> uh, I love this. Uh, Tanya Donnelly, the lead singer, absolutely angelic voice. Love the band. Great, like, alt pop type of stuff from the 90s. Super connected. Just nails it. Love these guys. Did you say hopped up on that crack cocaine? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> All right. Number four for me. It's the 90s. So, you know, I'm taking an REM song. Yes. But I'm not going to go for the obvious automatic for the people. I'm going to take a deep cut because the hope is that you guys will try some of these songs that you don't may not be familiar with. And be like, holy shit, this sucks. Or <laughs> holy shit, this is good. Yeah. So I'm going for the last track on Out of Time, and that is Me and Honey. I know fucking it. love it. Okay. So it's got the lady from the B-52s, and she's just like, I don't know, like having an orgasm throughout the whole song. Oh, good, uh, good for her. Uh, and it's just the same fucking acoustic chords over again. Dun, 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 and it's just nonstop. And he's singing about a guy is singing in, about his girlfriend being pregnant. And he's fucking pissed that he's got a kid on the way and me and honey. And he's just bitching about it, like, what about me? What about me? I shit. Why do you, why don't you care what I'm thinking about? And it's like, he looks back and he's like, oh, can I, I think I fucking handled that wrong. It's just got this okay. great driving acoustic song and in that haunting voice from that lady from the B-52s. Me and Honey reminds me of fucking the 90s. Love the song. It's one of my okay. favorite REM tracks. All right. Nice. Okay. Um, all right. So I got three left. These are like my personal heavy hitters here. I God, I, I could have gone with pretty much any song from these guys. Um was leaning towards something off a jar of flies, but I'm like, ah, we did that on ARC. So I'm going to stick with, I'm going to pull something a little different. And one of their arguably, in my opinion, one of their heaviest songs they've ever done um, off of dirt. And that is damn that river from Allison chains. Just an, even if you don't like grunge, I don't know how you can't like this song, just a a brutal, heavy riff song um lane sounds incredible obviously we've preached our love for jerry cantrell and damn that river just kills it yeah that i mean i what am i gonna say i love alice yeah exactly fantastic yep so for me number three is from uh a little band called lush i don't know if you know them yes and there's a song called lady killers great song yep Fucking love it. And it's stuff. from a female's point of view at a bar, just constantly the different types of men that are trying to pick her up. Yep. And it's just got a, such a great. 
love it. And then the great little story part of it, the first guy, and if you ever see the video, the guy is the exact Anthony Kiedis fucking lookalike, and he acts like him and he dances like him because the story was that she wrote about Anthony Kiedis because they were touring with him, and he was just like so like over the top like personality and just like dude enough like step yep. the fuck back nice uh, the song is awesome that's such a, cool a song. deep cut yep. it is a for me a one hit wonder it's the only song i have the album yep. the only song i ever got into by them lush lady killers check nice. it out all right so i gotta have pearl jam on here because they're one of my all-time favorite bands especially the early part of their career um it's funny because 10 is, you know, probably my favorite Pearl Jam album. Maybe Versus is right behind it. But I'm picking a song off of Vitalogy because the the good songs off of Vitalogy are great. But the problem is there's a lot of shit on that, like, hey, Foxy, mop handle mama. <laughs> You're not a big fan f- of bugs? <laughs> Bug, yeah, exactly. So I'm going with what might be, if not, if it's not my favorite Pearl Jam song, it's top two or three uh and i'm going with corduroy off of vitalogy i have always loved that song i don't get sick of it uh i i heard it today at work and i was like this i i still love everything about this song it's it's a it's a perfect pearl jam song for me yeah it's a always great one yep um there is a video that they released called touring band yep when jimmy lived with me this is our buddy from college yep we used to play touring band constantly and i'm not sure if it's that or given to fly in the video just eddie vet is so awkward yeah, he's and a weirdo. what's going on there's like some chanting going on and he's got this lady there's a big lady who's signing the song oh no to the crowd <laughs> oh no oh it's going and we're going to have this great big fat girl over here. And she's going to be spining this music. What was he? What was he? Buffalo Bill? We've got a great big fat person over here right now. Like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> so oh, awkward. man. It's off a touring band. Touring band is one of the best, like, video uh, yeah. DVDs of a, yep. a PJ yep. at the time. Okay. So. <laughs> Just remember that running gag. There's this big fat lady over here. <laughs> She's gonna be signing this song. Man. Oh, oh fat lady. <laughs> Anyways. Um, it's the 90s. I gotta take a Nirvana song. So I'm not gonna take the obvious anything off or never mind. I'm gonna take the fucking lead track off of their debut album, Blue, which is such a fucking awesome song. I love Blue. The lyrics are so cool. The fucking way he song. picks up. It's a hard rocking song. And um, it, it's just got, it's, it, you know, it's bleach, bleach is a little bit, it's harder. It's way more grungy. It's not as popish, but it's a harder rock album. There's some and, songs that fucking rip on there. Yeah. About as like, heavy as anything you're going like to hear. The, like, like what the, that song. So I was just going to say, that's exactly school. No reset. The fucking yeah. songs. No that is so good. It's that, heavy, that, that, heavy shit. Yeah, and yeah. blue is a great way yeah. to lead off. And it's one yep. of my favorite tracks by them. Good call. Good deep cut. All right. My last song comes off of. This is probably. 
one of my all-time favorite non-kiss albums in the history of of albums. Um, oh, I know where you're going. It'll it'll probably get to ARC sooner or later. Uh this besides probably Jar of Flies is like Stonehill in a nutshell. It's a very it's a very important album to me. I know Murph loves it. We were supposed to have tickets to see these guys, then COVID struck. Um, but I'm going with The Innocent by Driving and Crying. Really? I, I knew you were going driving and crying, but I'm surprised at the song. I was going to go. Well, I could have went with Fly Me Courageous, the title track, Build a Fire, something, but The Innocent. I just could have gone with anything off this album, yeah. but The Innocent is just fucking incredible. I love these guys. Yeah. Love these guys. Love this album. Just a very unique band that kind of was working its way in there. Like, where do they define themselves? Not really grunge, a little black crowish, a little yep. southern rockish. Yeah. Like, trying to get its place. And because of that, Yep, I think didn't get the exposure they should have. They were one of those weird bands that came out and like that nobody knew. Like they weren't grunge, they weren't alternative, and they, they weren't, weren't hair hot. metal. They weren't hair metal. They were like, like I, I would probably say black crowish, Georgia it's, satellites, black crowish, southern yeah, rock. Kind yeah, of. Ex- exactly. Like yeah. southern southern alternative rock. I can't even describe. But yeah. anyways, fly me courageous. If you guys don't know that album. My God, so good. Tom loves it. Love it. Love it. All right. I'll end with this. I, I've said this a few times over the years on our show. I think it's a Mount Rushmore song for me from the 90s. And, uh, and Murph will be very happy to hear this. I'm going to tip the hat to Gin Blossoms. Found yes. Out About You is mm-hmm. such a well-written song. Lyrics off the charts. Fucking the melody the vocals, everything. This is a uh, this is a great song. I think it's a fucking masterpiece it, for the nineties. It's a great. It, yep, and the lyrics just make it even better. But I I can't get enough of that, and I think the whole album's solid. Gin Blossoms is very. Uh, they fit into the alternative mix more so than Driving and Crying does, but yeah, they oh, have yeah. a little bit of Southern kind of rock to it. Yep. Yep. And um, but find out about you found out about you is such dude, it n- defines the 90s for me when you take away the from the big six. It's new miserable experience is an album that I have grown to because I remember I, I used to like kind of because when we would listen to grunge and hard stuff, I like, got oh, gin blossoms like toad the wet sprocket, all these bands. I love those bands now. I think those bands have survived the 90s better than a lot of those other bands and new miserable experience is it's a great album it's a great album i agree yep so that's our 10 playlist volume one yeah we'll try (laughs) to set this up and put it on spotify for you guys we'll try to get that going yep um but these songs are like tom said volume one stay tuned for stay tuned for volume two coming soon with that being said peace out girl scout Thank you.